La Elisa? La Elisa. La Elisa. And uh, before we actually dive into what we're going to do today, I just wanted to ask a quick question. Um, Guys, ever since we've started uh, watching La Rosa de Guadalupe, have you felt yourselves get dumber? No. No? No, I'm on the same uh, level of dumb as I was before. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I've gotten dumber. I feel dumber. There might be environmental issues. I might have mold at my house. Oh, speaking of dumb. Uh Uh-huh. Fancy Graphics just released a, like, collection of um, uh, Jaime Hernandez um, Love and Rockets comics that Uh is... Based all around this one character called Tonta, and I really wanted to buy it. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, last minute Christmas gift idea: the Love and Rockets <laughs> box set about Tonta. Never read it, but uh, Lala recommends it. Today <laughs> we are covering—I can't even remember the fucking name. I wrote down literally everything that happened on my notes. Forgot Except to write name. down the name of the fucking episode. Nuestra la Navidad or something like that. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Can you just minimize and bring up the tubes? Nah. La Rosa yeah. de Guadalupe. Oh, you can minimize while recording? Christmas. Okay, and it was called yeah. Nuestra Primera Navidad Feliz. That's too long. It is very, it should have just been Feliz Navidad. That's all yeah, you have to call it. That's a song. It just, it's, that's just Merry Christmas. Yeah. And I think Nuestra Primera Navidad Feliz, does that mean our first Christmas? Yes. Yeah. Okay, what our was first. It? Nuestra, our first Christmas. Nuestra Primera. Primera's first. <laughs> Navidad Feliz. Navidad Feliz. First Christmas. Our first yeah, we happy know, yes. Christmas. <laughs> we all knew that, Elisa. Our well, first happy Christmas. Our first happy Christmas. My, okay. My daughter got a doll that says, Mi Primera. How do you say doll? Muñeca. Muñeca. I love, I love how we're just throwing down how unqualified we are to even be covering this fucking show when we don't speak the language in <laughs> any functional no way. Yeah, uh, this is one of the episodes. This episode is not on Netflix. We watch this one on YouTube. There were no subtitles, either English or Spanish. So we kind of half are putting this together, but mm-hmm. it's simple enough to follow. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was very easy to follow. It's very easy to follow, and I have to say, this is probably one of the better episodes of La Rosa and we've ever seen. And it started off yeah. so well. It yeah, starts off great. The Thea. The drunk Thea. Yeah, everybody's drunk Thea. A dr- an older drunk Mexican woman is always a sight to behold. Um, they are the absolute, they're the, they're the heart and soul of any party, I feel. Uh-huh. They just, they radiate goodwill and cheer, most of them. There are some, there are bad drunk tias. But she was just so happy, she was bouncing. <laughs> every, yeah, every time the, like, she wasn't talking, she was just bouncing in place, like a little, like a little ball I, with legs. I did get nervous, because I was just like, oh no, she's just gonna be really drunk all the time, but that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. It was just for the party, she had a good time, nothing bad happened with her, it was fantastic. Yeah, she was, it was just a breath of fresh air, because I do have to admit, I actually 
sampled because after the train wreck of our last episode, I've decided to check these episodes before we watch them so we don't end up with another situation like we did with El Valor del Sur Humano. Um, and so there were two Christmas episodes of La Rosa on YouTube that I checked out. There was this one and then the other one which I threw out immediately because in less than two minutes after the episode started, a husband beats his wife. Mm. Holy and, shit. And that was the Christmas episode. And I was like, so it's my choice to either a husband beating his wife or a drunk Thea just bouncing. What was bouncing. the lesson? I didn't watch the whole thing because after oh. the wife gets beaten, I was all, let's not watch this for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> Why? That's more of a Valentine's Day thing. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> okay, our Valentine's Day special will be the wife-beating Christmas like, episode. No, but here's the... here. I, I don't mean to keep talking about the episode, but I did watch a little bit forward on that one. And that's not even the issue that's the episode's about. What? The episode's about... Because obviously the woman being beaten was a poor woman. So then they went to a rich family... Where the wife isn't getting beaten, but the son doesn't respect her, uh. but the poor son does respect her, and he all and he and he and again, it's like it's like El Valor del Sor Hermano. They're not focusing on the right things, like the. Oh, I don't want to see that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't want to see that. Yeah. I was like, what? What's the lesson? Does the man like learn his? He's being wrong and changes, or does she learn to leave him? I don't know how that sh that episode ends. Yeah, I know. Well, it doesn't end like that because it wasn't it the issue. It focuses on the rich people. So no yeah. Valentine's episode. No Valentine's episode. Anyway, this episode begins in a neighborhood block party. Christmas block party. The Tia is the fucking ringleader of all this. Everybody is having a great time. The neighbors, everybody's getting drunk. The children are having a good time. Except one family who lives across the street from, ironically lives across the street from the nicest virgin statue we've ever seen. They like, they overlook it. They do not celebrate Christmas at all. Uh, and that is because the father forbids it. He thinks it's for idiots. He uses the, the term tonteria a lot. And also mentiras, lies, mm -hmm. it's all lies. It's all lies. The whole thing's lies. These, this is a basically a functionally atheist family that does not celebrate Christmas because of the dad. The kids really want to go out there and celebrate with everybody. The mom really wants to let them. He says, no, it's lies. It's for stupid people. He forbids it. Luckily, luckily for uh, these kids, the other kids want them to come out to play. So they basically sneak out. They go hang out with the drunk aunt. Everybody has a good time. The drunk aunt makes a speech. See, here's the biggest problem with not being able to stand everything. <laughs> and this is actually a problem I find a lot. I've been watching a lot of Shakespeare for some reason. And one of the biggest problems in Shakespeare, as far as the language goes, is like when people are talking about the plot in Shakespeare, you know what's going on. But when a comedic character is doing comedic bits in Shakespeare, you have no fucking idea what the hell they're talking about. And that's the problem with the aunt is because none of her scenes were plot-based. They were all comedy. Exposition. Yeah, they were yeah. just like, she was just like, but she was just making points. So because we didn't speak the language and we couldn't follow key words, like, the, all those scenes were lost. But you knew she was having a great time. Anyway, they go out. The uh, There's two children in the family that's not allowed to uh, celebrate Christmas, an older sister and a younger brother. The younger brother gets the, or no, the older sister is handed the bat to destroy the piñata, and I don't know if this speaks to how cheap La Rosa de Guadalupe is, but they don't show the piñata getting burst open. Nope. They couldn't afford to film that action sequence where a piñata is burst open. It's like right before she hits, it just cuts to kids on the ground picking up candy. And I was all, really? 
Maybe they rented the piñata. <laughs> like they just couldn't for the destroy movie. it. They yeah. It was a rental piñata that they couldn't destroy. Or maybe it was destroyed, but the scene was bad. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, the kids are getting the thing. The father comes out, freaks out, makes the kids drop the candy. No candy for you. No candy for you because this is just lies the people tell themselves. There's no such thing as God. There's no such thing as Christmas. Did and you mention the mom praying? Uh, yeah, the mom... There's a couple. There's a lot of fake out prayers in this episode. Yeah, yeah. The mom makes a plea to the Virgencita, uh, which there are no pictures of in their house because they're an atheist house, that her children can celebrate Christmas. That prayer isn't answered. The father comes in, freaks out, and leaves them. They can't have the candy. So this leads to the crux of the episode, where the the family, the brother and sister, are walking by a toy store one day, and the brother wants to get a car, a toy car that he sees in the window. He's not going to get it because the family does not celebrate Christmas. But he asked his sister, do you think Santa will bring it? Exactly. Me? So he asked his sister, do you think Santa will bring it? Um, so she decides to get a job or do work to make money to buy her brother this toy car for Christmas. And joining her is a uh, chubby, lovesick little boy who who's the, who's the nephew of the drunk aunt. And... It was. I brought up the fact that. Wait, he can't be the nephew of a drunk aunt. He is. Then why was he kissing his cousin? She's not related to them. Mm-mm. The drunk oh. aunt's not related to the atheist family. Oh. She's just a neighbor. She's their neighbor. Oh, so she's not an aunt. She's the aunt of those kids, mm-hmm. the oh. other kids, the chubby oh, boy. Oh, okay. Sorry. And, and uh, throughout this whole episode, I kept bringing up the fact that they like. The 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 older sister and the chubby boy they kiss each other on the cheek, but he always has to like buy her something to get the kiss on the treat on the cheek. And you said it's because he has to. Yes, <laughs> he has to. <laughs> now why does this? Now why does the chubby little boy have to pay for affection? Because he's not tall enough. <laughs> he's he looks like a little boy, and he needs she to. She is a little boy. She's a little girl. Yeah, but she's maturing much faster. Ah. Is what I was getting at. Okay. And she's better looking. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not that he won't grow to be good looking. It's I don't just, think he will. It's just he's still little. He hasn't he hasn't hit the puberty. You, you, I mean, basically, their dynamic is the couple from uh, the last episode where it's a schlubby right. tech guy who makes a lot of money right. and a good looking wife. Exactly. Um, so he's got, so what you're saying is in order to keep this up, he's going to have to get a good job. Yeah. Well, until he hits the puberties. I don't think even with, like you said, he looks like Manny from Modern Family. Yeah. That dude did never, never got good looking, even after puberty. I would say puberty made it worse for him. Yeah. And I think puberty's going to make it worse for this kid. Anyway, that aside, they get several jobs working, um, what did you say happens at the HEBs in Mexico? Oh, um... Well, apparently they don't have like a CSAs. Well, actually, this customer service assistants, mm-hmm. baggers, basically. baggers, yeah, are really only a thing here. Right. Like they don't even have them on the East Coast or right. in, in like the Midwest. Okay, like, HEB is like the only store that actually hires them. Mm-hmm. But the ones in Mexico, they don't. Yeah, and uh, basically, people come in. And bag for random people in hopes of tips. In hopes for tips. And apparently you're supposed to wear an orange vest when you do that. Like they were wearing these orange vests to do completely illegal work as children. So they do that for tips. They're also uh, standing by street corners and watching people's windows to get the money. 
they raise, she raises a, uh, a lot of money, but she doesn't really raise enough. And this is when the chubby little boy says, well, I'll give you the money I made so you can buy him the thing again. And, if, and again, she rewards him with a kiss. <laughs> this is the most amount of money he's ever, he's not really, he's not smart. Who? The, the kid? The kid. I mean, because he did so little for the first kiss and then he did so much the second time just for the same kiss. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying that there should have been more. I'm just saying in this economy he's in, he's the sucker. It's like the uh, party economy of uh, the other thing. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Nobody's stepping back and going, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Anyway, they get the money, but she's not able. Here's <laughs> the dumbest part of this whole episode. She's not able to afford a name brand car. She's not able to afford a car that's uh, sold or made in Mexico or the U.S. She has to buy a cheap knockoff Chinese car, which they make a big deal about it when she goes to like the flea market. It's just like, this is the uh, cheapest car we got. It's from China. It's the only thing you can afford. They make such a big deal about it. They take it home. She wraps it up. She gives it to him. He's uh, he opens it up on Christmas morning um, and he's elated. It's just like it's not it's not fake. It's not fake. Santa is real on this whole thing. Just like ah, yeah. Cheese this, cheese this. <laughs> yeah. So this kid and the dad. Um, I don't know. Did the dad ever find out that no, he didn't because they don't find no. out till he gets sick. So. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, we forgot to mention the dad looks like a Benjamin Bratt Ray Wise clone. Yes, he does. He looks like. Uh, Leland Palmer and the bad brother from Blood In, Blood Out. <laughs> or the boring brother from Blood In, Blood Out mixed together. Um, anyway, the next day, the kid gets sick and he has to go to the hospital. He couldn't wake up. He, he couldn't, couldn't wake up. They didn't know it was wrong. He was so sick, they go to the hospital. The, the doctors have no idea what's going on. The father they takes... They give him medicine. They give him medicine. He gets a little bit better. The father takes this to mean, you know, that, you know, as further signs that it's all a bunch of hooey... Uh, only terrible things are meant to happen to you. There's nobody looking out for you. Then in the next scene, we pretty much put piece, piece together pretty much what happens because this little boy will not stop sucking on that car. He, he sucks the car. He yeah, sucks he's on just, the car. Like it's has it in his mouth. He just puts the damn car. Did he have any oral issues before? We don't know. Like, he had to have because we, as later, even after everything's fixed, he's still putting everything in his hands and his mouth and sucking on them. And then every time the sister sees it, she just pulls it yeah, away. Yeah, it's just like, no, 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 no. So we're able to put it together pretty early before everyone else does that this is, for some reason, a ch an attack on Chinese goods. Um, With the whole lead paint scandal that happened. When, I don't remember that. What was what happened there? Uh, I'm trying to remember what years it was, but uh, there were a lot of reports of children getting sick and dying. Off of lead paint? Off of uh, toys from China because of lead paint. Now, see, this brings up something interesting. We were talking to a friend of ours who was definitely at least a level four Hispanic, possibly a level five. And she was explaining to us that La Rosa de Guadalupe is basically used... In uh, Mexico, because there's so much um, illiteracy in the country. Because oh, that happened in 2007. Okay, it's because there's so much illiteracy in the country, La Rosa de Guadalupe sort of just acts as like a government, is basically government propaganda to, you know, do a lot of, as we've seen, pretty nefarious information, but then also just to straight up say, hey, stop sucking on toys, you're going to die. It's so many people have already Be died. Be a man. <laughs> what? And they stop sucking. Oh, okay. Be a man. Hey, there are some very manly men who suck. 
and like good that for them. little boy who has to buy things to kiss girls. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> we, we were doing so many meetings of that in one part. We're gonna move on. Okay. So, because the little boy is sick, the uh, drunk aunt comes over, gives them a picture of the virgin because their house does not have a virgin picture. Mm-hmm. The dad was all, hey, thanks a lot. No, this is bullshit. he was being a condescending bitch about it. He, he oh, was. look at this. It's so pretty. <laughs> oh. But you know what? We don't need it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's lovely that you brought this over. Why don't you get this out of my goddamn house and why don't you leave too? Yeah. <laughs> he was being a real jerk about yeah. it. Um, and... So this leads to the older sister who has never gone to church in her life, who's never prayed to the Virgin. She gets a lesson from the drunk aunt and her kids about how to pray to the Virgin Mary because they have this beautiful Virgin Mary statue in the neighborhood. It's really, really nice looking. It's a really nice one. Um, She teaches them how you have to kneel down and you have to say, pray to the Virgin Mary. And she prays to the Virgin Mary and nothing happens. Rose does not show up. The kid gets worse and worse. They find out, uh, they're finally able to put it, piece it together because the toy car is on the kid's be- the hospital bed. The doctors are able to work out that he's been sucking on poisonous Lead-based paint. Lead-based paint. On plastic lead toys. Now this causes the dad to freak out. And because he hears of the whole thing mm-hmm. about Santa and where the freaking car came from. And, and so then he's just, it's your fault. And then he goes into the hospital chapel to scream at the, to scream at the Virgin Mary, which yeah. is like, he, he, this dad was, I don't know if it's because I'm just watching Shakespeare, but he's a very Shakespearean character. <laughs> he's there. He's basically railing against God in a black overcoat, like a Kenneth Branagh production, going, you're full of lies. You're killing my son. It's because of you. Which is one of the best scenes I've ever seen in the show. It's just like, hey, this is cool. I like this. Because this is one of the first episodes that like really deals with faith. Yeah. Um, we've never had an episode that actually deals with faith. It's just assumed everybody believes in the Virgin Mary. And this is the first one where we get uh, give and a take doubter. on this. Yeah. yeah, we get a, we get some good give and take on this. What, is there, then, what is, what's in that uh, catalog? Is there anything good in there? Are you bothered by that? I'm sorry. A little bit. I'm, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I'm listening. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I guess you are. There's nothing interesting happening, so I guess you're right to what do that. What are you that. talking about? I don't mean there. Am I hurting your feelings? You're not hurting my feelings. It's just, was there anything good in there? Yes. Like what? There was a little dinosaur. Uh-huh. To ride on, like for a little toddler. Oh, really? Yeah. Not for, <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> not for adults. Oh. Not for adults? I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm just messing with you. Um, Where the fuck were we? You were talking about the guy in the Shakespeare. The virgin. He was screaming in the yeah. black trench coat. I was listening. And then, <laughs> and then he just keeps like... Twisting the knife he when the little girl yeah, with like, about the guilt he keeps and how like it's punching her, her in the fucking kidneys with it. It's just yeah. like it's all down to you. But we find out later why. Yeah. yeah. So. But that's not a good excuse. It's really no, not a good excuse. Not, um. The then so the girl goes back to the statue. It's really complicated. All the prayers going on in this thing. Yeah. She starts to pray. So for after her dad. The, so after he rails against that, she prays to the virgin. For her dad. That he's not a bad person. Yeah. And that she he should 
she should understand, but also to take care of her brother. Right. So then the bros finally appears. To the brother. It appears on his bed. The girl sees it, and once again, instead of just leaving the rose where it is, she takes the rose to the Virgin Mary statue and puts it there where it can't do anyone any good. It's not It's not in the middle of the action. You know how the rose likes to be in the right in the thick of it and help out? Yeah. No. No, that's not yeah. how the rose operates <laughs> at all. And it gets even more confusing in this one. She takes it back. There's just more him just... We finally find out why he hates Christmas. It's because... When he was little, his little sister, who is one of the worst actresses that's ever been on the show. No. What? <laughs> that's what she says. Yeah, like, she goes, no. no. <laughs> she was sick. <laughs> the way she would fake up. She had the, <laughs> the disease. She had the disease. Yeah, yeah, because we don't speak Spanish, we don't know what particular she disease had the, he has. She was like, I'm may, cold. But, but yeah, I'm cold. Polio. <laughs> she did not have polio. She, I'm wearing a bonnet. Oh, right. You could tell Bad it was cow. olden times because she was wearing she was a just wearing, frilly oh, nightdress yeah. with a bonnet. Like they were in Victorian times, even <laughs> though it would have been at, at the most the 60s or the 70s. I had one of those. Did you? It was red. Ah. And I had the matching red bonnet, mm-hmm. and my sister had one too. And I was playing an organ in the picture. <laughs> well, I guess they, it does go that far are back. Are you in a Louisa May Alcott yeah, novel? Are you one of the, the little fuck? women? <laughs> it's cute. It was a cute bonnet. I mean, I don't think I ever had those. Like, I always just loved the, you know, footsie pajamas. Yeah. Those big fleece footsie pajamas. I think I got them. Me and my sister got one for Christmas from my grandma, my 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 dad's mom. Mm. Yeah. I was eating an orange in one of the pictures. <laughs> so, this, what, and why I pointed out how bad she is is because this was genuinely, genu- generally a well acted episode, but then we get to this little girl, I'm cold. No, I don't want to get him. So she dies, and uh, <laughs> uh, the, the his dad, for no reason, like literally no reason. He just walks into the room, the kid. Yeah, the kid just walks in the room wearing a dashing turtleneck, by the way. No, it was his fault because he had her out in the cold. Oh, is that what was going yeah. on? Yeah. She was such a that? bad actress, she didn't convey that well. <laughs> She's just like, I'm cold. Well, that's, that's what he did. Anyway. So, um, but they weren't like outside. They were just at a stairwell. Outside. Were they outside? Yeah, they were outside. They did not communicate that well. They were looking at the stars. Well. Oh, okay. Or the lights in the the town or something. Okay, so again, it was his fault. Oh, so they were looking at the Christmas lights in the yeah. town. Oh, so that makes more sense. Yeah, not but not, her, not his dad's reaction. Yeah. Uh, so his dad basically screams at him, It's all your fault! It's all your fault! It's and, all your fault! And he does it like ten times. <laughs> yeah, he does it a lot. And that's why he stopped believing in God and everything, and that's why he doesn't celebrate Christmas, because his little sister died around Christmas. Because people don't get what they deserve. Yeah. It's just random and cruel. Yeah. So the daughter, um, and again, because, and also because we don't understand what's going on, it's hard for me to keep these things in order because we're not as invested in it. But the daughter goes back to the statue where she has put the rose. Now this leads to an interesting thing because she prays to the statue again about her brother, and then the rose disappears. See, and um, now this is now you now I think we all formulated because it was a double mission, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, because it, she just started praying and breaking and breaking. 
All right. So, it, oh, hold on. We, it seems that we can't go through a Christmas episode recording without having a breakdown. This happened last Christmas? It's, 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 happened it's, last. Like, it's like God doesn't want, want us, us to be to talk, talking about Christmas, Christmas at all. Especially about his mother. And <laughs> also, you know, I guess we kind of failed to mention how Son of God comes up a lot yeah. in, in terms of like when talking about Santa. Yeah. As if the two mythologies are intertwined. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Which, which is all to say that we had a technical difficulty and now we're back. Um, so what were you saying about the statue? Oh, okay. So she's praying at the statue and I think finally the guilt that her dad is just pile driving on her yeah. is finally getting to her. And yeah. She's, she's about saying, to have her own. She's she, having her own breakdown. She's having her own breakdown because she just starts like saying, I don't want it. I don't, I don't want, want it. it. I don't want it. No kettle. Like, no kettle. No, no want kettle. The, it's like she doesn't want the responsibility of yeah. uh, her brother dying yeah. on her. And then, so in response to that, the rose disappears. The rose disappears in not even, a, she's not looking at it, but it, it disappears in front right of her, which is the first her. time that's ever happened and on the show. And she acknowledges that it just disappeared. You're right. You that, know, this episode when the rose appeared, I noticed it was a little bit more buddy mm-hmm. than the other roses. Well, it's like, Christmas time. It had a little time. bit more curves. <laughs> it was a sexy, a sexy rose. rose. It, no. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a little bit more curvy at the bottom. It was very thick. I know that sounds weird. Everything you're saying, saying is sexy. sexy. Okay, yeah. it's a sexy rose. But it was the first time I thought, is it a real rose? Is it the same rose that they use for all the other ones? Like, how did they make it look so pretty? Yeah. I think what you really were thinking is like, why am I sexually attracted to this rose? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this rose. This rose has got it going on today. I don't know. This rose is looking good. Well, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it appears to the father. It, uh, the father's back in the chapel. He's actually sort of being like apologetic to the uh, Virgin Mary picture. It appears next to him. He has a complete change of heart. He has just witnessed a miracle. It's just like, I believe, I believe. He And after he says he believes, what do you know? His son is cured. He's not, no, no longer dying of eating lead paint. And the doctors say, we didn't do anything. No. <laughs> science didn't work here. Yeah, science didn't tr- save this little boy. And then Gee. I bet you the ant brought in an egg. As a, <laughs> <laughs> it was the evil eye. Yeah, yeah. He just did the whole left it under his bed and it, it took all the lead paint out. <laughs> just huh? sucked out all the toxins. So, so you're saying it wasn't science and it wasn't God, it was witchcraft. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so as a result of his crisis of faith Mm -hmm. and then resolving that, he starts seeing a psychiatrist. Yes. He starts seeing a psych after, I think after you see a rose appear out of thin air, it's good to go talk to somebody because you might be losing your mind. And then they're just discussing his childhood and she's telling him, of course it wasn't your fault. Like, just like it wasn't your daughter's fault. Just classic goodwill hunting. It wasn't your fault, Will. It wasn't your fault. And so he's good. Then it cuts to one year later and they're celebrating Christmas and everything is good. The drunk ants over getting drunk and they're cutting into that king cake. And and now what happens with this cake? I'm not familiar with this cake. I thought that Um, was like uh, Mardi Gras type. It, 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 they do it for Mardi Gras, but they also do it for Christmas. Oh, okay. Now what happens in this cake? Um, somebody gets the baby Jesus. Oh, there's just a little baby Jesus hidden inside. Somebody's baking the baby Jesus? So yeah. I think what happens is if you get the Jesus, you have to bring the cake the next time. So you Even don't if you're want a the tiny Jesus. little kid. <laughs> yeah. 
So you don't want this choking hazard in your food because it means financial really responsibility. No, why they do it? I feel like it's the other cake that the it's like based on the other cake the Irish people do. Where you find the coin and the rag and the yeah. other thing. There shouldn't be a rag in any kind of <laughs> yeah, food. Yeah, there shouldn't be a rag in any food. Yeah. Um, and then at this point, we get the surprise reveal that the rose has been hanging out for a year. <laughs> because its mission, apparently, besides saving the child, was to make sure that this they dad celebrate celebrates Christmas. Christmas. So this sexy rose has just been <laughs> up... Being its its thick self up by the Virgin Mary statue for a whole year, and nobody's like amazed by it. If this if that rose hadn't decayed in like a year, like they would have called the news. Like it would have been the biggest story in Mexico. Maybe they just assume that somebody else is changing it. Changing every day. the rose out? No, no. Maybe it was an editing error. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't know. It's just like how based on like what are the chances of finding a rose that sexy again? That should have been the key. It's just like, damn, that sexy rose is Let's watch the next episode, see if it's still there. (laughs) Um, So, and then finally, after a year of hanging out, the rose finally departs, and that was the end of the episode. Um, What did we got, guys? uh, Roses out of five. uh, What did you think of this episode, Lala? Um, Just because of, like, the accuracies of the drunk Thea Mm -hmm. and the angry dad and the... The lies and the stupidity comments. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a two out of five roses. Two out of five oh, roses. Wow. I was gonna give it four out of five. I'm gonna give it three and a half. I'm cutting that sexy rose right in half. But I, I thought this was one of the better episodes of La Rosa that we've watched. It doesn't reach the heights of the clown episode. I mean, it just do. wasn't as entertaining. It wasn't. I had for me. Of, I had just got a good feeling from it. Like I think the I think it's also just in reaction to the last episode we saw, which was just one of the most dark night of the soul episodes we've ever watched. That this episode just wasn't. It didn't make me want to kill myself. Well, I guess I I should ha- add the caveat that I'm in sort of like one of my depression modes, or I'm sure. just apathetic about everything. <laughs> sure, definitely. So. Just always take that into account with Lala. <laughs> um, Dave, what did you think of it? Solid three. Give me more of the Thea. You know, yeah, like, that's, that, that, that is the main it. problem. Is like she was obviously the star of the show. She was just she was just flat out a really good actress. Yeah, like she really embodied that role of the drunk aunt, and you just wanted her around more. Um, so I've gone out to Twitter to find out what the people are saying about La Rosa de Guadalupe. Samaria Triple X says. La Rosa de Guadalupe is too funny. This boy was pressing his crush at school about this guy she likes, and the girl was trying to explain nicely that she doesn't feel the same way. He deadass says, well, if I can't have you, then he can't eat her either, and pushes shoddy down the stairs. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's that's abuse. That's, that's really Shakespearean. <laughs> yeah, that is wow. really Shakespearean. Uh, at Ruby T. Rod says, why can't I find La Rosa de Guadalupe on Disney Plus? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> Wait, is Telemundo Disney? No, it's not, but I would love to see La Rosa de Guadalupe on Disney+. Plus. Like, I just think that would be a good part of their brand. It's kind of... Mexicans? Yeah. (laughs) It would fit in. Uh, Let's see. Mm, Netflix should put all the seasons of La Rosa de Guadalupe. Lol, I agree. They should put all the the seasons. What is lol? Laugh out loud. Oh. Wow, are you sure you're not getting dumber? I didn't know. I thought it was LOL. No, isn't it lol? I don't know. 
I'm not in with the trends. I never have been. <laughs> I'm not in with the trends. The internet yeah. speak that happened I mean, in the last I knew was LOL, but maybe it is lol. Okay. My mom making me watch La Rosa de Guadalupe as a child has paid off. My cartilage piercing that my parents would never have allowed me to get has officially gotten affected to a point of no return. Uh-oh. And I'm afraid my ear will fall off as I saw in an episode when I was 10. Wow. Let's watch that episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So apparently in today's episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe, some man slipped drugs in a girl's drink and almost kidnapped her. I got a lecture about it once I stepped in the house. <laughs> Oh, here's a confusing... It's not confusing. Um, So this guy, I don't know who Monse is, but he goes, Monse's dad is watching La Rosa de Guadalupe in this episode. A kid bullies old people, then turns into an old person. That's how that Mm. happens. Yeah. (laughs) Like big, right? No, I think he just got old. I don't think they mean like he magically became an old person. I think they just mean he got... Oh, fast forward to the future? Yeah, now he's an old man getting bullied. Oh... Poor old people who yeah. get bullied. <laughs> Let's see. Let's do a couple of more here. My cousin wants to take me out to the clubs in Mexico, but have y'all seen La Rosa de Guadalupe? Not trying to get rolled up by narcos. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen one of those. We, we kind of did in the, the party. Those are house parties. Those were house parties. <laughs> you had to be a senior to go to those or that 11-year-old boy. <laughs> well, we saw, well, I guess they weren't narcos. They just got into drugs with a special K. Oh, yeah, yeah. You ever watch La Rosa de Guadalupe and want to throw your chancla to the TV hoping it hits the character? Hmm. Yeah, we do no, all the time. All the, time. All the screaming teenagers. Uh, all the teenagers. screaming teenagers. You just want to throw. I want my B-Day party. Not my bidet party. My B-Day party. Oh, uh, bidet party. Bidet what? party. Woo! La Rosa de Guadalupe themed. And in every corner, I want there to be a white rose. And everyone just says, Yes, Rosa! And have someone... Que the fan. <laughs> Cue the fan? No, que the fan. Que the fan? They said que the fan. They might have mean Q, but the also fan. these are all almost all Spanish bilingual the fan. people. It is Q the fan because the wind. Yes. Okay, it is Q the fan. <laughs> <laughs> level one. <laughs> have I got demoted to a level one in Spanish? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Lamau. That's uh, laughing my, my ass, ass off. I know that one. <laughs> I just I've rem- never heard lol. I just remembered I was watching La Rosa de Guadalupe the other day and then went on a walk and this white van pulled up quickly and a guy jumped out, but he went inside the store. I dead ass thought I was going to get kidnapped. And that's a, uh, I think you should just assume that when a white van pulls up and a guy jumps out. I do. Yeah. Like be on your guard when any white van comes up. Um, My sister once stopped these people from kidnapping a girl at HEB. What? She was like a attendant at the gas station at uh-huh. HEB and she was putting gas. Yeah. And this is the Deco one in the yeah. Deco district. Uh-huh. And these guys in a van just showed up and grabbed her and were trying to take her. Oh, and Blanca shit. just like started throwing shit at them Damn. and yelling. Wow. And nobody was helping and she got frustrated with everybody. <sighs> and then the guys just left the girl and took off. And Blanca was like, are you okay? <laughs> Was she okay? What happened? No, the girl was like distraught. Well, yeah. She's freaking out. Did they call 911? Yeah. Damn. Well, <laughs> good job, Blanca. 
So San Antonio's little She's Mexico. She's always had a, a voice that can stop people from doing things and like turning around and like, what's going on? Oh, like that time in the cafeteria yeah. at school. Where she stopped what? the food fight. What did you say? <laughs> what happened? It was, like, it was like a week where there was a food fight almost every day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember somebody tried to start it and chocolate milk got spilled on her. Mm-hmm. On Blanca? Yeah, and she Ooh. just stood up and she started yelling at everybody. <laughs> and everybody stopped. Yeah. And like not even the principals got mad at her because they were like, she stopped the food fight. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mess with uh, Lala's sister. She's uh, she's tough. She'll get you. Now here's an interesting (laughs) here's here's an interesting question. Here's an interesting question. I don't know what's worse: Mexican dramas like La Rosa de Guadalupe or white people Hallmark dramas. Oh God. (laughs) Uh, White people Hallmark dramas? No. I think so. Only because the problems aren't real. <laughs> exactly, they're not like it's problems. True. You're not the last face. one I saw was about this like these two is a mom and a daughter that lived on a farm, <laughs> and they were they couldn't afford it. And I think the sister wanted to sell it. She was like a New York real estate lady, yeah. and. They were uh, set to make millions. <laughs> yeah, like their problem was they were going to lose the farm and right. they had to raise money. Yeah. And she <laughs> meets a guy and he makes pies <laughs> and she makes ice cream yeah. from the cows on the farm. I was so annoyed. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> and those are way longer than La Rosa de Guadalupe yeah. episodes. Those are 90 minutes. And they end and I get mad at myself. <laughs> Why? Why? Por qué? I or, would s- for Q. For Q. For Q. For Q. For Q. Um, I would argue that the the thing that the Hallmark dramas have on La Rosa de Guadalupe is production value. Well, that and you always know what you're gonna get. Oh, that's true. La Rosa true. de Guadalupe <laughs> like will a box serve of you. Chocolates. Will serve you a poison pill one time out of five. <laughs> it's just like I want to die. You never. <laughs> You never feel that way after a Hallmark movie. You may feel like, well, I just wasted 90 minutes of my life. But after La Rosa de Guadalupe, it's just like, there is no God. You're like, what happened? (laughs) It's just like, what is this? But also, I think that's why I like La Rosa de Guadalupe more is just because stuff actually happens. They are real problems that we can all uh, not, if not identify with. Like, I can't identify with being so addicted to weed passively that when I smell it, I turn into a rabid maniac. Toucan Sam. Sam. But I can I can identify more with that than the idea of just like oh my cookie shop's gonna go out of business. No, not the cookies. I'm never gonna own a cookie shop. We should go buy like fresh cookies right now. You want to? We've been wanting to make cookies. We have the stuff. Can we fast forward it? No. (laughs) Well, I think you know what we're about to do after we sign off here. Uh, So that's it uh, for this episode. Lala, where can they reach us? Uh, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at usualpeoplepod. If you need to email us, email us at usual.people.podcast at gmail.com. And I would like to apologize for starting off the Christmas season with an episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe, the last one, um, about the content it did. Uh, Hopefully this one is a bit more wholesome. Um, So, again, I don't know how long I'm going to keep apologizing for that episode but it was just forever yeah because yeah, I still feel forever. unclean from watching yeah. it um, I forgot I'm, about it you keep bringing it up and so. now you have I'm to so- apologize to us because we sat through it didn't I apologize last time I, well, you keep apologizing to our audience, but you should also keep apologizing to us I also feel it's kind of your fault why? <laughs> wow 
you agreed to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I wanted the dog episode. <laughs> All right. I formally apologize for making you watch one of the worst things ever made. I'm sorry. Second only to Cannibal Holocaust. Second only to Cannibal Holocaust. I never saw that. Lucky for you. Um, I I wish you nothing but the the <laughs> best will and I. Uh, this is insincere. Let's move I on. Don't, I just don't know how to apologize for this. You agreed to it. I don't know why I'm apologizing. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Have a great day. <laughs> Thank you. Not you. Oh. No, okay, you do. But no, I think that's fair. I mean, it was to the people. Yeah, well, I'm only talking to the people. You're not Are we th- actually friends? Yes! Oh, okay, good. Bye, people! <laughs>